Going one, going twice, sold. You're listening to the Property Pod. Hey everyone, Patrick from 414 Property Co and I'm here on the Property Pod for another one of our flashback episodes. In this week's episode, we're really excited. We've gone through the archives and we've found our favourite bits over the last three years on everything to do with open homes. Aaron's pulled out the archives and he's got some classic information that's going to help you understand the market easier. So if you're looking to buy, hopefully these tips and tricks help you make it that bit easier. Um, But on a serious note, why do we need them, John? Why do we need them? Where I suppose the... um reason why people like it is for a couple of reasons from the purchaser's perspective they get to you, you can you can ram in a bunch of properties in one set without having to directly book appointments all the time yeah so it allows you to it's like machine gun approach to looking at property from- i think it allows as well if you're not sure about a house maybe you're like oh i like it but i don't know if i want to go as far as booking a private inspection because i don't want to waste their time if i that's uh, yeah that's fair absolutely yeah, but the amount of people that i've had over the years that have said to me, oh, we had no intention of coming to this open home, but we thought we'd just come and have a look at it because it was on. Yeah. And we're waiting for one down the road to start. Yep. And then they ended up buying mine. Yeah. It's amazing. So I think people do get a bit nervous maybe about booking one-on-one inspections and that this sort of method eases that that pressure a little bit. Well, and that bears out in our numbers because I'll know if we'll, you know, even on a property that may not have any inquiries that week, but there's a forward open home. Um, booked and then all of a sudden you get say five to ten people it's it just goes to show once that time's available like well no let's just wait to that time won't have to reach out by means of oh this is a good opportunity let's go check it out yeah Mm. well look i when when we when i first started selling though uh in that time of the market it was the volume of people always is dependent upon you know the market activity the positioning of the home the price and a bunch of other factors um and sometimes if you've got a really interesting one that can just be a pure instance that 90% of the people just want to check it out. It is the perfect time to host open homes. I uh, I know I've seen heaps of the signs around as I'm driving around the neighbourhoods. On the Saturdays, you'll see open home come up this street, and I'm always tempted to be like, should yep. I go in? Because I've got a um, stick-it-up company car, yep. I get really worried that they'll think I'm like a spy. Oh, okay. So I don't go. But maybe I could just walk. Well, I'd imagine there are some uh, agents that I've, I've had that before. They're a bit uppity mm. for, for no reason whatsoever. Yep. But they're just, it's, in the end, it's uh, I, I don't see it any different. But um, just, I'd just go for it, mate. Yeah, yeah I'm not actually looking. I, yeah, yeah. I'm just, it was just like, I want to have a sticky beak. So maybe they're right. I am well, spying. Well, oh, no, I wouldn't worry about it because it gives good feedback for the owner because they get one more little, uh, you know, oh, on strike on the people coming through. When I get to an open home, what is my best practice? Like, whether I want to buy it, whether I, I'm just looking, like what what should I do? Like you obviously you're putting your name down to um, say like, yep, I'm interested in this. But yeah, what are the right questions to ask to kind of put yourself in a good space to um, win the property, I guess, or just, you know, make an impression? Well, if the open home's full and lots of activity there and you absolutely love it, start picking out all the little imperfections to make everyone else aware of it. Start a second guess. God, have you seen the terrible carpentry on this? Did you hear about that house two doors down and got robbed last week? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So, Miami, drop stories that can't quite be true, proven true or false. Right, right. Okay, don't mind that. On a serious note, though, I've always found it's handy to make sure that you can be remembered. Okay. Um, because there's al- there's always a follow up period. Um, if the, you know, so you guys will come back to the office and be like, oh, we got to call these people we that were there. All these people. Who are we going to call first? Oh, I remember that guy that was wearing the funky socks, yes. or the guy with the crazy glasses, or that guy that was asking all the questions. Exactly. Which is funny that you describe it like that because mm-hmm. I'll take John arrives at my open home and I'll take down John McGregor phone number yep. email, but then I would normally write a note that describes that person. So mm-hmm. I'm like. 
all right, this is guy with red shoes. Right. So that helps me remember. Yeah. So that if he does show interest later, it helps me remember, oh, which one was that guy? That guy was the one that had the red shoes. So. John McGregor looks like Sean Connery. Yeah. Mm. That's it. And I'll, I think um, I'll start to put on an accent as well. The guy, <laughs> and then when you call, it's like, this isn't who I remember. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, getting noticed is important because, look, if you don't say anything to us and you walk through really quiet, you don't really interact with us and you leave and inside you love that to death and we don't realise that, mm. we then get what we believe is an amazing offer and the owner expresses that, yep, they're happy to take it. We may accidentally miss you, not intentionally, yep. but it just sometimes happens. Like, or, I, I guess my question from there would then be like, if that's you and that's the yep. type of person you are and you're kind of a bit mousy and don't want to get out there and like... What's a good way of... Well, I follow up text straight after saying, look, thanks for your time. I really liked yeah, that. I really yeah. liked the place. Yep. Um, sorry to get a chance to talk to you. Exactly. But um, yeah, can you mm. please let me know what's happening with the place? Yeah. Mm. Maybe so just... Make an impression in a different way. But yeah. Yeah, if it's not in person, straight away, just... Exactly right. It doesn't have to be in person. But as long as you relay that information back to us so we are aware that you do have interest, mm. I think then that's going to put you in a better position. And yep. Actually, that's a really good point because my personality is I'm much more inclined just to go straight up to the person, start checking, you know. Oh, we know. But, 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 but my partner's like the complete opposite. Yeah. So I feel much more comfortable through a text message. Yeah. Um, and the idea that you can um, yeah, make yourself memorable by sending the text message beforehand to say, I'm looking forward to the open home. Um, and then that follow-up after is great because you've got those two points of reference. But what you're really trying to search for is information because, you know, in the point of negotiation, information is king. So if you, you know, some key elements are, you know, you know, why are the owner selling? What's the time frame? What's their urgency? Um, what are their expectations? Um, the, you know, what um, you can sometimes just ask the agent, look, if, if, a, if, a, if a price was to be presented today that the owners accept, where would that have to be? Um, so you're just constantly fishing for more information. Do they know anything about the easements of the property or the title or um, getting any nuances? And asking for a copy of the easement of the title, if they yes. don't have it there at the open home to provide to you there and then, yeah. ask for it to be emailed through to you later that day so you can review it before you're put in a pressure position to make an offer. Yeah, yeah. So, well, and that, and that, I know when, um, when you are talking about, um, you know, making an offer finally. Well, all those little terms make a difference because if you know that, you know, the owners are looking for, look, it's really important that they could have a stronger contract in a shorter period of time. You might say, well, look, um, you know, you're intending to wait 120 days. But you might go, well, look, if we really, really want this property, let's sharpen up our clauses ahead of the game, um, so that you are becoming a much more, much more competitive. It's, um. These questions that you described, John, and they're quite interesting. Obviously, I just sold my place last week, mm. and um, one of the buyers that came through was exactly that, asking all those type of questions, wanting to know what we were doing, where we're going. My dad was explaining that we're going to rent for 12, 18 months while we build, yep. and straight away, he was like, well, I have a house. It's not ideal, but does it help if I offer to rent the house back to them to continue living there for 12 months? Why that's get... interesting. Yeah, so for him... His house or you rent your house back? Rent our house back. Okay. So he was yep. looking for a, a leverage point to potentially make his offer... Look Stronger. Be ...more appealing. Yeah. So if it meant he had to wait a year to get into it, he was prepared to do it because he had another home that he could keep and he was going to rent that out once he moved into ours. Mm. So... But he wouldn't have known that without asking those those questions. So yeah, yeah. Sometimes you know it's not all about always about price or conditions that win you a contract. Sometimes you can get creative and 
and find a solution to potentially a vendor's problem yeah. that then puts you in a better position to to secure a property. That's a brilliant way of phrasing it, actually. You're trying to find the vendor's problem. Yeah. Because ultimately, whenever we're moving, we are solving some form of problem. Yeah. Uh, be it downsizing, upsizing, we're offloading, you know, they're offloading another property, they're under financial stress. Um, and if you can discover their problem, you can be part of the solution to help solve that. Mm. Um, and by identifying yourself with the agent, or sometimes it could be a private owner in that case, um, and be likable. Don't be a douche. <laughs> Honestly, it's amazing how important that can be just to be likable. You don't have to be like super charming or anything, but just don't be a douche. <laughs> Most open homes now are probably properties are getting two open homes, I would have thought, before yep. we end up with a contract shop. Potentially there was only one. So yep. you are probably seeing double the amount of open home boards out than what you potentially saw previously. Yeah, yeah. Mm. No, it was just it, like the way you guys have described that's kind of, yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Like it was kind of, yeah, properties were going, you know, prior to the open home or, yeah one would happen and then you don't really have to run it. like you're talking about like a shotgun wedding basically like exactly walk in let's get this done see you later whereas at the moment yeah there's you know the and, need for two perhaps and sometimes you ask for your father-in-law's approval well yes <laughs> to, to buy the house so you know there's a lot of references there to match sometimes you need them to go guarantor so yeah <laughs> you never know <laughs> well, and then at least now um i mean the the idea you can get a lot more out of an open for inspection than you would have been able to six to twelve months ago. In, in, well, obviously in Hobart. Yeah. Um, and what what with what I mean by that is where before I suppose people were just like just jamming through within five minutes, grabbing a contract and hoping that they're going to get a call back in order to submit interest. Um, now you've actually got the capacity to you know have a conversation with the agents that are there. Um, and also to then have you know space in rooms where no one is breathing down your neck at the same time. Yeah, more COVID safe approach as well. Yeah, and I, I know like as as very much so as an agent. And I've, recently, I've been um, acting as a buyer's agent for a friend of mine in uh, interstate, and obviously looking for properties for my partner as well at the time. Yeah, um, I've worn like all the different hats recently, so it's been um, an interesting one to observe. You know, from the uh, when when you're selling it, you can just see um, some people are really you know open and in your face. Others are really you know try to avoid eye contact at all costs. Um, and I, I just it's you know, worth thinking about, well, look, actually, if you've got 30 minutes in a house, how can you actually get the most out of that inspection? Story goes, there's an open home in Maple Ridge Karate Centre in uh, the sunny city of Vancouver. Karate Centre, yeah. And Michelangelo from the Ninja Turtle movie number three will be coming to our free open home this Saturday. So come along and you get to meet Michelangelo. He's, the photo has him with his suit. Uh, from the official movie. Now, number three was the worst of the movies. It'd be really depressing if you turned yeah. up, though, and it's just guys dead. Yeah. Oh, the yeah. suit's long gone. <laughs> but I was in it. But how crazy is that? Now, this is at the Karate Center. you got an open, like a, so, open forum with the turtles there. Yeah, so look, originally when he sent it through, I said, oh, are they selling the karate school or is it for a house? And he said, oh, I've had a misunderstanding and it's actually, you know, come along and learn karate and it's an open house for anyone that's um, not. I wonder though, like what kind of people could you have at an open home that people would, you know, come and want to see? I well, thought, yeah, well, that's what I wondered. So yeah. when I said it to Pat, he's like, oh, are they selling a sewer or a pizza shop? Yeah, yeah. So I went straight away <laughs> or a secret lair. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, so I was like, oh man, like that's really weird. Like how many real potential home buyers would you get if... They were only coming along to get a photo up with Michelangelo. Yeah, yeah. It just, but the, 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 the thing is, too, is it? I like the idea that there's no context to it. You're just walking through the house and there's Wonder Woman standing there. Get photos. Like, <laughs> it's no different, though. How many, like, true buyers do you get that attend those block open homes that go for days? On- oh, yeah. Yeah, well, see, yep. that's, what I, that's what I was like, thinking. There's thousands of people that go through that. 
So I did I did some further research on yeah, that that's just sticky baking. Yeah, and like if I'm buying one of those bog houses, I'm not lining up for eight hours to get into it, have a look at it. No, yeah, it's true. No. And Dave Hughes and you've already gone through and you've already sorted out you're in trouble with your wife. Yeah. You want me to do my do Pat had the look in his eyes. Do it, do it, do it, do it. Oh, yes, there's a ninja it's like he's in the room, isn't it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> we could get him on the show. <laughs> Ask him about how his blog house is. <laughs> um, Are you skilled enough to do both characters? Yeah, well, it's, oh, geez, we, 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 we could do it. It'd be a super cut. That'd be a fun editing. That would be fun. It'd be like, um, who's the guy with the puppets? The, um, oh, Strassman. Strassman. Yeah, it'd be like that. Um, no, but so it, it's interesting though, as an idea of, cause I did go down a rabbit hole from him sending me that. And obviously, you know, we're doing the coffees and stuff, which seems to be a, um, a good way of getting people in and getting people to mingle and stay a little bit longer and get a feel for the house. Mm. I found another one that happened in Sydney over the weekend where there was a sax man playing. Oh, beautiful. Um, for, at the auction. So once the auction was over, he like busted out the sax man and it looked like in the video he was doing, you know, the wild sax man video yeah. Eurovision. Yeah. Oh, I just, you know the one I'm talking yeah. about? He was on that Jack Whitehall show I've been watching. Ba, ba, da, ba, ba, ah, Travels. Ba, ba, ba. That's a good show. <laughs> it's very funny. Um, yeah, so that was at that one. And then I'd sent through to you also just the week before there was those people entertaining. Yeah, the four Three, girls. The four they were girls. brilliant. Yeah, yeah. So this one was a lockdown place in um, Victoria. Um, the aerobics girls. The aerobics yeah. girls, yeah. So they were going out in their street at a certain time every day. They'd post on Facebook like, this is going to be happening. They just had a different dance routine. A different dance routine yeah. that they were doing in their Lycra, in their 80 gear. And then that show, that house actually was up for auction. So they were nervous that they were going to get kicked out because they wouldn't be able to afford to pay the rent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I said, oh, well, get them to dance while the auction's on and then you, you're never going to get rid of them. No, exactly right. So, open home ideas. I want to put it out to you guys. If there's anything that you can think that would be the ultimate of ultimates. I'm really disappointed because the 1980s Batmobile from the AFL Grand Final just went up for sale and it was sold recently. That was oh, really? great. Rock up is an agent in that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I, That's a bit better than having specific socks that people notice. Well, I'm just thinking if you rocked up in the Scooby-Doo wagon, would that, oh. be, like, would that be good or creepy? I don't know. Like, creepy. Yeah. Creepy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But you're, you're trying to solve a mystery and what's the sale price going to be? <laughs> You have been listening to The Property Pod, recorded and edited by 414 Media House in conjunction with 414 Property Code. This podcast is general information only and the thoughts and views expressed is the opinion of our panel and listeners should always seek then use their own investigation into any topic we discuss to ensure they fully understand their own situation. It does not constitute and should not be relied on as purchasing, selling, financial or investment advice or recommendations expressed or implied and it should not be used as an invitation to take up any agent or investment services. No investment decision or activity should be undertaken on the basis of this information without first seeking qualified and professional advice.